0: Asalaamu Alaikum and welcome to the Optimized Muslim Podcast. This is episode number 5. Jazakallah khair to all those who have been listening and if you do benefit then I'd request that you go and um, share and also rate the podcast because then it helps with other people finding out about it the topic for this podcast is that of the good deed multiplier effect. Now that's something that I use to kind of encapsulate this um, idea that I'm going to speak about. The good deed multiplier effect is based on having a perspective whereby you never undervalue the potential of a single good deed As you never know the true extent of how far reaching the effects of a single good deed may be until on the Day of Judgment when that single good deed may well be the cause of you entering paradise and avoiding the hellfire. Now, in this podcast I plan to share a story which had a very powerful effect on me when I heard it and it gives us a glimpse of this good deed multiplier effect in action. And obviously, everyone can think of many examples of this um, in their own life or, or concerning other people that they may know when they actually think about it. But this particular story, like I said, had a big effect on me, so that's why I intend to share it. And sometimes you may later find out about something you did uh, that had a positive effect, in which case it can motivate you and increase you in gratitude. And that causes momentum and increases you, increases the momentum and you feel more encouraged to continue doing good deeds. Now imagine you are in a marketplace or a shopping center going about your business and you're looking to buy some new shoes. Let's say you're in a shoe shop and for the purposes of this example let's assume you are visibly Muslim so that the average person that would look at you would know that you are Muslim whether that means you have a beard or you're wearing a hijab or whatever else. Now also in this shoe store happens to be someone who holds a negative view of Muslims and this is because of his mental diet at the time. He may hold some prejudiced views and generally not think favourably of Muslims. Now this person, a non-Muslim, let's call him Bob, he sees a Muslim in the store and he doesn't really interact with that many Muslims, maybe he's from a different town and he's just um, stopping by and he goes to the shopping st- centre as a one-off and he sees this Muslim and he's smiling, being polite with staff and he generally looks like a nice individual who conducts himself in a nice manner. and when they are both about to pay for their chosen items the Muslim let's call him Abdullah he just happens to smile at this individual called Bob and the Muslim Abdullah lets him in the queue first now Abdullah may go home and never think anything of this because he's just being his usual self and doing what he would always do and it's part of his normal routine he doesn't really notice it, he doesn't think oh I did this nice deed today because he's that's his base level, that's how he conducts himself most of the time what he may or may never find out however is that simple act of what he did may have caused enough of a paradigm shift in the mind of Bob that it makes him reconsider his view of Muslims or it changes his lens through which he views the negative media that he is consuming and that will change his perspective over time why? because it will cause cognitive dissonance And studies show, for example, how there are more widespread racist attitudes in less ethnically diverse areas and this cognitive dissonance is essentially where you have two competing ideas and the brain struggles to keep two competing ideas so this seed of positivity around being Muslim that was planted in the mind of Bob by the actions of Abdullah will slowly start raising questions potentially in Bob's mind and in the case of having two competing viewpoints one that all Muslims are bad and they can't engage at all with the western world and they have these unacceptable views and whatnot, that's one view One view is that Muslims are all bad, they're not pleasant people and they're just causing trouble and it's a completely negative viewpoint that he's adopted basically through watching countless hours of negative media and maybe being surrounded by people who also have the same views and he's just in this vortex of negativity around Muslims but then over time, let's say he builds up um, a memory of real life experience of Muslims being polite law-abiding citizens whilst also being proud and practicing members and fully expressive of what they believe. Which viewpoint do you think will win out in this in this um, situation? Anyway, so let's say this interaction it makes Bob curious about Muslims and he picks up the Quran he converts, he decides to go abroad and study and dedicate his life to learning more about the deen he raises his kids as Muslim and he lives the rest of his life teaching Islam let's say in a masjid or in some kind of teaching institution Abdullah would be the catalyst for all of this subsequent effect Abdullah would get a share of the reward and obviously Allah is the ultimate judge as to how that's apportioned but you get the idea of what I'm trying to say now that's what the good deed multiplier effect is because had Abdullah been someone who didn't really value the deed of just smiling at another individual because he didn't think it would have any kind of meaningful effect or he just happens to not carry himself that way then he would have potentially missed out on all of this so the point here is there's different ways of attracting people to islam and throughout history people have become muslims and they've been attracted to the deen as a way of life because they've seen what that way of life has done for muslims and they've been attracted by the way they see Muslims carrying themselves and conducting their lives so you might think this story is quite far-fetched about Bob in the shoe store that happens to convert and become a scholar and raises kids as Muslim and all of this trickle-down effect leading to more good deeds for Abdullah who just happened to smile at him in in the shop and obviously that's just a fictional story that I've made up to illustrate the example but a true story of how this actually happened in quite strange circumstances is a unique story that was told to me by my Urdu teacher and it occurred in China in Beijing in the mid-1980s and my teacher he was invited to teach Urdu to some of the staff of a radio station in Beijing in 1984 and this radio station they also happened to have an Urdu transmission and he was living with a Chinese man called Lu who was his host I think he was there for about two weeks now whilst living with Lu for just a few days it became very clear to the Muslim in the situation that the Chinese man called Lu could not grasp the concept of how someone could have Taqwa essentially how someone could have God consciousness how someone could carry themselves with this awareness of God of Allah and conduct themselves on a day to day basis with that in mind and that would obviously affect their actions and the reason he came to be intrigued by this concept was because it was Ramadan at the time and he would see Muslim fasting and abstaining from food during the day and he was so intrigued by this that this immediately uh, led him to start asking questions and he was particularly fascinated about this god consciousness concept which we know is the reason why we are told to fast so that we are increased in taqwa so he used to ask the muslim very simple questions like why don't you eat when there aren't any other muslims around here he was basically saying to him you're from pakistan we're however many miles away no one's ever gonna find out if you eat and he couldn't get his head around why he didn't eat even though there was no one from within his social circle that could kind of keep him accountable so as the Muslim would explain to him why he does certain actions um, Lu the Chinese individual became more and more intrigued by this and within that two weeks he even decided to test the Muslim which sounds weird but you can imagine the level of intrigue here so he used to actually um, place food in his room or he used to place snacks outside his room just trying to show hospitality but at the same time he knew that the muslim was fasting so the muslim would ask him look uh, you know that i'm fasting i'm not going to eat but the muslim would later say that his suspicion was that lou was trying to test whether or not he would actually take some of the food and obviously he didn't they started to have more conversations but this was all within a period of two weeks now on the last day of the muslim's time in beijing china before he came back lu his host called him and said look i've got something to share with you me my wife and my child we're going to the islamic center later today and we want you to come with us and when they got there lu told the muslim that he's decided to become a muslim and the way this story was told to me had such a Powerful effect on me because think about it that simple action the muslim was just fasting like he would fast in any other country anywhere in the world during any ramadan right but this one deed and he never ostensibly preached to him either he never ostensibly tried to encourage him to become muslim he was simply living as a muslim and the beauty of him living as a muslim attracted this chinese individual who perhaps has never been exposed to anything like islam before it attracted him to the extent that he was willing to do away with his social kind of construct around religion and become a muslim with his wife and his uh, young child in the space of two weeks now that's what you call is amazing that's just amazing and that's what this effect is if i had a story that i can use to encapsulate this concept of the good deed multiplier effect or whatever you want to call it i just like to call it that because it helps it kind of resonate in my mind because then you think whilst this muslim goes back to pakistan for another 25 years all of the subsequent actions of this chinese of these three chinese individuals that he was the catalyst in um, causing them to convert to islam He's getting a share of their rewards and then perpetually their generations onwards until the day of judgment. And that's essentially the message behind this short podcast episode is that when we're going through our daily life, we might get into a routine. We might start devaluing certain deeds, but it's the small things that can often have a big impact how you speak, how you carry yourself how you interact with different people who aren't muslim and what image you portray of islam everyone has a responsibility to portray islam in the best light that they can now everyone has different personalities but that's no excuse to behave in a way which would put islam in a negative light it's easy to fall into a routine of how we act and how we behave and not really think much of our actions but this is the thing everything you do Think of it from the lens of this multiplier deed effect. Everything you do can have a trickle down effect, and that could be the one thing that one deed that may lead you to success, essentially, in the Islamic sense. And that's part of the reasons why I started this project as well because I thought the potential of putting something on the internet and it benefiting people over time, more and more people discovering it, is trying to gain benefit from this opportunity that we have, and you can, once you see things through this lens, you're more motivated to carry yourself a certain way in everyday life, and over time that becomes part of your character, it becomes part of your habitual nature, it forms just who you are, where you don't even have to think of these things, and maybe It can remind you in this life maybe it may come back to you in this life where you someone reaches out to you and says oh i remember you said this and now i think differently of this or if it doesn't come back to you in this life but obviously it comes back to you in the next life then that's even better so essentially that's the message behind this podcast episode If you did like it or if you have any feedback, then contact me using my website or social media. All the links will be in the description. And also share this message if you benefited and rate the podcast as well wherever you find it. I am looking to upload more episodes and perhaps try to upload an episode weekly. And then soon, inshallah, um, go into trying to interview notable Uh, muslim personalities on the topic of kind of um, self-development so all that's to come inshallah Uh, thank you for listening and assalamu (laughs) alaikum